Think you need to compromise who you are to advance your career as a black or brown woman? Think again. Because there's a playbook for corporate America and those aren't the rules. But you won't find it in college or on the job. I know, because I learned the hard way. And now I'm here to show you how the game is played. Hi, I'm Linda Talaferro, the Vice President of Quality at a global technology company and founder of The Tea, The Extra Effort, where I help black and brown women like you change the trajectory of their career with one-on-one coaching, workshops, and this podcast, Being Brown at Work. If you want to know how black and brown women are navigating everything from microaggressions to being the only person of color in the room so they can blaze their trail through corporate America, listen now. Greetings, 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 everyone. It is Linda Talaferro from the T the Extra Effort. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to say it. You guys know it. I mean, you probably should say it with me because I'd say this every Tuesday, every Tuesday. It is my favorite time of the week, being brown at work live. And you can see, I know you can see this beautiful woman. Uh, you, you guys know, I, I, I say this all the time too. I am so blessed. I'm so blessed that, and you guys know I'm a believer, that God ordered my steps such that he put people in my pathway that I have been able to connect with. And these women, phenomenal women I've introduced you to have brought you some serious nuggets. And Juanita Slappy is not going to be any different. Y'all, I'm telling you, this is going to be, this is going to be something you're probably going to listen to on replay. If you're joining me live, you're going to listen to it on replay. I know you are. And when it gets downloaded to the podcast, you're going to go out and find that, save that, and listen to it again, because she is going to share how she got to the point where she connected to her passion and actually now walking fully in it and doing the work that she's doing. So let's just jump right in. Let me introduce you to this wonderful woman. Juanita Slappy is an award-winning marketing and communications executive with a personal commitment to serving multicultural audiences. April 2021, she was promoted to the head of multicultural marketing for Cadillac, leading efforts to drive measurable business results, develop impactful content, and secure strategic partnerships crafted for the iconic brand. Juanita joined General Motors in 2017 as a lead in diversity brand communications. Since then, she has also led initiatives and teams in program operations, managing key reveal and launch events for GM's suit of brands, and in global product development and innovation and growth. Continuing her family legacy, Juanita is a second-generation Cadillac employee. Her maternal grandfather, Ernest Sanders, worked for 36 years, spending most of his career at the Hamtramck plant that's now called Factory Zero. With more than a decade of multicultural marketing communications experience serving in leadership capacities at two of North America's premier multicultural agencies, Juanita has consistently delivered culturally relevant campaigns. She directed Ford and Lincoln's multicultural public relations and experimental efforts via agency alignment with Uniworld Group. Prior to supporting Ford, she served in various communications capacities via Global Hue, a full-service multicultural advertising agency with clients, now listen to this, clients such as FCA Chrysler, which is Stellantis today, 
U.S. Navy, and Walmart, among others, such as the 2010 Consensus Campaign, which Media Week recognized as Multicultural Campaign of the Year. Juanita has contributed to national publicity and experiential efforts for Essence Festival, Super Bowl 40, Detroit Grand Prix, and a host of others. Y'all ain't ready for this, including working with talents such as Regina King, Big Sean, Christopher Ludacris Bridges, Steve Harvey, Winnie Mandela, and others. A Detroit native with historical roots in the automotive industry, Juanita holds a Bachelor of Arts in Broadcast Journalism with a minor in Public Relations from Hampton University. She recently received the Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and the Workplace Certificate from the University of South Florida Muma Business College. The Michigan Chronicle recognized Juanita's dedication to diversity, community service, and professional diligence as part of the 2018 Michigan Chronicle 40 Under 40 Most Influential Leaders cohort within the Metro Detroit area. Sheen Magazine also honored her as their marketing innovator for her achievements in multicultural lifestyle and consumer engagements in 2014. Manita is a proud active member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. My fellow in the Divine Nine, we share that Divine Nine connection. Yes, Juanita, welcome to Being Brown at Work Live. Oh my gosh, it's such an honor to have you. Such an honor. Thank you, Linda. I am humbled to be here. I, I still um, get chills when anybody reads my bio. My bio. Uh, so thank you for uh, recapping that and reciting. I'm very proud of the work I've done thus far. Oh my gosh, you should be. You should be, Juanita. So, you know, we start our conversation. Let's go back because you and I connected some mm-hmm. years ago, some years ago, right? And at that time, I mean, what we're going to talk about tonight, everyone. So, Juanita, back when you and I connected, mm-hmm. let's just go straight there. Were you in your passion? Were you walking in your in your fullness back then? What was going on with Juanita Slappy then? It was a time of transition. Um, I reached out to you because like most of the time and where we are in a pandemic, you have to pivot. And I was looking for that. I was looking for some mentorship. And honestly, Linda, I had to unpack some baggage. Um, When you work in various fields and my field is marketing and communications, you learn a lot and you need to stretch and grow. But moreover, I need to purge and I need to become clear on what I wanted. And remember whose I am and who I am. So I came to you and your wonderful offerings to help me do that and anchor me back to my passion. I lost sight of why I do what I do. And it's to drive impact, to be a resource. Um, When people ask me, what do I do? I say I'm a magician. I take pride in making things happen and driving impact, connecting influential people to important people for um, an outgrowth that's bigger than myself. So I needed that time of respite to... Get back to that. Oh, that's beautiful. That's be- and I need all, all of you to know she's traveling. Okay, so she <laughs> honored us. She's because she's doing what she does best. She's in another city, another part of the country, doing a, a launch of a major um, major campaign. And so we're so honored that you are even here sharing with us in this session, Juanita, in the midst of your travels. So when you when you talk about that you needed to unpack, that you needed that respite, you needed that time to really find what what it was, what your mission was, 
what things would you say when you look back in your mind's eye were some of the challenges, the reason why you weren't making that connection? Because sometimes when you're so pointed about where you want to go, you forget that it's a journey and not a destination. You Mm. allow other people to direct where you should go versus taking that as a suggestion. And also sometimes if you're traveling, right, and I am an auto girl, the best times are the detours. But we don't think about that. Have you ever been Mm. going somewhere and use the GPS and you take the wrong turn? And then a week later, you're going back to a market or wherever. And you're like, I passed that when I took a detour. For me, that's just like life. That's just like my career. And it reminds you, you have to stay open. You can't operate with blinders on because you can pass that next detour that can yield a greater journey. And I think you have to take all those things into consideration. I know I did. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we <laughs> look, y'all know when the, when when my when my guests drop these nuggets, I gotta go back and touch them again. Detours. Because a lot of us truly believe to the point you made that we see that goal, we see, we we see where we're supposed to be, and we believe, you know, we're gonna get straight there. And I've even seen some people put some time frame around it, have this plan, you know, that that this is going to happen. This is going to happen at this point in time, at this point in time, not understanding the value in the detours. And you you coined that nicely. But I think detours also could be what some people think are setbacks, but they're not. Right. But it's a setup for your success. Right. Yes. How many times have we rushed somewhere, right? Or you move in haste and you always say, if I could go back, right? If I had more time, I like to call them sabbaticals, detours, (laughs) because when you frame it in a positive way for your benefit, it is for your good. Have you ever been running late and you're happy you're running late because you forgot your phone? And had you not been running late, you would have been somewhere without your phone. So Mm -hmm. you have to give yourself grace. And you have to look at the bigger picture of, will I get there? Yes. Will it take me longer? It may, but I'm, I may be better for it. So you have to yes. look for the blessing and the detour mm. or, you know, where you may pivot to, because I guarantee you, you can offer that to Linda, you're traveling. I'll say, well, don't go down this highway because it's a detour. So mm-hmm. I'm a helpmate. I am an empath. I like to help. So if you can take that lesson and give it to somebody else, I feel like you're better for it. Absolutely, Juanita. Absolutely. And it's a mindset thing, wouldn't you say? I mean, it truly oh, I'm is. I'm all right? in a mindset. I'm a manifestor. Yeah. And, I, and you, but you have to, the I am statement, you know, I am powerful, I am wonderful, I am magic, and anchor yourself in that. And then when you do, all the other stuff, it'll come, it'll come to the wayside because you're prioritizing the positive, right? You're yes. prioritizing the outcome that you're visualizing, then you know you're going to get there no matter yeah. what. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this, Juanita, because some of our guests are probably looking, thinking the same thing. I know people that are listening to this and will listen on replay are going to say, okay, I hear you, Juanita. I hear you, Linda. And I try that. However, you know, you don't understand where I work at. You don't understand, you know, what I have to deal with. You don't understand this workplace politics. You know, I, y- y- y'all just don't get it. Juanita, you're already the head Linda, at a you know, major organization leading Cadillac and their campaigns. Linda, you're a vice president. Already, so y'all don't get it. I, I-, I have the stuff I have to deal with. What would you say to those individuals? I hear you. I see you. But I respectfully say I've been there and done that. 
that you have to embrace who you are and give yourself grace, right? And set up realistic expectations. Nothing happens overnight. Mm -hmm. And are you willing to do the work to get to where you deem that you want to be? Mm. And at times, if you're speaking from a corporate perspective, it is taking those roles that you may not want to do. The roles, Mm. my favorite, how do I want to say this? I've done that before and it won't serve me. Well, if you have the mindset that it won't serve you, it won't. There, there, right there. Me goes back to, um, to, to mindset and also being open, but anything worth having is going to come with some perseverance. Yes. Yes. That's what builds your muscle. That's what builds your ability to navigate. I call it on the job training, right? (laughs) How to deal with real life situations in real time to see how you navigated through that one and how you can be better for it. And honestly, if you did a good job or not, it's all a balance, but see, Good, better, best. Never let it rest. Your good is better and your better is best. You can only do and be what you are in that moment. Okay, Wandita, you just flew through that. And I'm going to have to have you say that one more time because that was everything. It's a mantra that's carried me through from 1999 on the campus of Hampton University. Good, better, best. Never let it rest. Your good is better and your better is best. So perspective, yeah. when you're sick and you have a headache and you go in and you're working on something, you're giving your best in that capacity. This is where the grace comes in, right? Yes. So I have this on me, I have that on me, but I'm giving my best. Now your best in a 90 degree day, the sun is out, you know, everything's going your way. It'll look different. But if you know in your heart of hearts, you've given your best, that's all you can do. And after that, you got to let it go. You got to let it go. You've got to let it go. And at the same time, Marina, wouldn't you say you've got to own your own stuff? Accountability is the only access key. Unlike everything you need to know. Accountability. Okay. Are y'all listening? Please. <laughs> y'all listen. Juanita is giving it to you. In the se- Accountability is the only, the access, only access you need. Only access you need. That was everything. So, it goes back to Shakespeare. To thine own self be true. Yes. Yes. So if you are true to you and take accountability. That's the key, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be true to you. It can't be this facade of you drinking your own Kool-Aid. You need to get peer reviews. You need to be open. That's what I mean about, about being open. Being you open. need the feedback. You need the, the verbatims and asking yourself too. And assessing, you know, in what areas. And also who that leader is. What is your leadership mm. style? Yes. What is the environment in which I'm in and how can and how can you grow from it? Right. How yeah. do you use that as your outline for your next approach? So you can you can have that consideration so you can show how you've grown from that experience. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of us shy away from that. And that's what I find is so unfortunate. Right. We don't want any. We don't want to hear what somebody else thinks, what somebody else has to say about our work, about our work product, about how we present it, about how we showed up in the room. Why do we not? Right. Why do we want to not want to get those perspectives? You just explained the value of it. I find feedback to be powerful, a powerful tool. But then you get to choose how you deposit it and how you spend that currency. Yes, ma'am. Say that again. How you spend that currency. Mm -hmm. Writing the narrative. I say that all the time. Y'all know that. But follow me. 
controlling your own narrative. This is what she's saying. How are you going to spend that currency? Oh my gosh, keep going, Juanita. Share some more about that. Yeah. Depending on, you know, who gives you the feedback and when, what's the temperament, you know, is it a Mm -hmm. time point? There's so many variables variables that go into it, but sometimes we only want to look at the outcome. But the key is the preparation. When you can control it, right? Not every every situation is perfect. And I'm not, I'm not here to say that, but accountability, preparation, a level of awareness. And then bringing those learned lessons that you've experienced past all together. Yes, all together. Self-awareness, key, foundational. That level of awareness is everything. And as Juanita shared earlier, everyone that's listening, you have to be open. You have to be open. I truly believe, Juanita, you can correct me if I'm wrong. If you weren't open to some of the things I shared with you when we first connected and engaged, Back then, might have sound somewhat crazy, but <laughs> you, go ahead. You gave me uh, the frozen, the frozen line. Let it go. <laughs> I did. You know, past <laughs> hurts don't serve you, right? Yeah. You can learn uh-huh. from them, but if you hold on too tight, how can you? How can you receive anything else? Yes. Yes. So true. So so true. So so true. So, you know, Juanita, see, I said this when we talked about this session. See, I've got 10 minutes left. The time is just, it just flies. But what I would love for those of you, if you're with us live, if you're catching this on the replay, would love to get your comments, even some questions that you might have. Juanita and I are connected. We stay in touch with each other. I would definitely share those questions, comments with her and and give you back what she shares as well. Because if you're looking for your passion-driven work, this is what I'm going to have Juanita share right now, how she got to that point. So if you could, Juanita, share a little bit about how you connected to your passion and then what you did uh, to walk into that fully right now, if you could share with that. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I wanted to be Oprah. That was my quest uh, when I went into broadcast journalism and navigated to communications and television and advertising. And at the crux of that desire was to help people and drive impact. So when I identified what that benefit was that I wanted to give, I was able to assess how to do so and let that anchor my approach. So whether in a communications role or marketing role, I will always look at the outgrowth and hold on to that and not, I'm not there yet, or this role won't get me there. I will say, okay, how can I get this from that? How do I take a role that I may not want to be in per my mind to say, I'm going to do this, but how can I also give or get this too? Because mm-hmm. there's always an opportunity when you stay open and bring your own creativity and your own passion points into things. So mm-hmm. my passion comes from helping people and just inclusive nature. Going to an HBCU, being a woman in automotive, you have to find like-minded ideas and people. And then you need to find the ones who don't know anything about it so they can become your advocate and ally. Because I also go. desire to teach and educate. Yes, and yes. once you do that, you bring people along for the journey. So I would say in terms of communicating who you are and what your mission is and how people can help you in your mission and letting people know, especially from a multicultural or diversity standpoint, is not about ethnicity. It's a diversity of thought. I have a desire to have an inclusive behavior. So how can I bring you along with me to do that? One person can't do this job. 
So when you approach it in that respect that you're open and you want to receive feedback, you want to receive help, you'll be better for it. And in order to do that, having mentors and confidants like Linda and a support system who also have different values as well, that'll add to your cup because the key is you want your cup to overflow. Mm, yes, You yes. need to make sure you're depositing the seeds in you through education, through mentorship, trainings. To be a leader, you have to continue to learn. You have to diversify what you learn as well. So you have to enjoy all of this. I call it gumbo with my friends. It's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And it's so rich that you're able to offer to a lot of people. And your outcome is very favorable and flavorful mm. too. Wonderful. That was just wonderful, Juanita. And, it, you know, it, I think it's so important for us to to understand the first part of what you said. I mean, we may end up doing roles that we didn't necessarily initially thought or wanted or never really wanted to do. But the key is back to the mindset shift. What can you get out of that, right? Mm -hmm. That that you can leverage that gets you to that next step towards your thing that you want to do from your passion, from your heart. I just think that was so critical uh, in what you said as one of the the key steps to doing passion-driven work. So Juanita, before we uh, close up, is there anything else that you wanted to leave our audience with, uh, you know, I, I have to say this again. I mean, when we connected and I, and I said this all the time and I, my audience probably tired of me saying it, but I can't stop saying it because it's so true. I have, I always have the connection. I've been blessed to get these connections with these fabulous people um, and then stay connected and be blessed with their presence in these sessions so that they can help the community of black and brown women you know, truly be able to walk in their authenticity, truly be able to be fully themselves unapologetically and enjoy their careers, right? I mean, truly enjoy their work. And so I'm honored to have you, uh, Juanita, uh, in this session on uh, Being Brown at Work Live. And again, you know, is there anything you want to share with the audience before we wrap it up? Give yourself grace. Um Understand that you will grow and stretch and it'll be for your benefit, that you have to remain open, but pointed and that you have a desired approach. And when you Mm. desire it and you claim it, I'm a universe person. The universe will definitely conspire to help you. But along with doing so, I know there's a lot of information out there. One thing that my cousin Judy gave me, I think I was 21 and I wasn't ready to receive it. I receive it now and I practice it daily and I read it once a year. It's the four agreements. And if you aren't familiar um, with the book by Don Manuel Ruiz, I recommend you go to your library and, or download it. But it's four tenets. And the first is be impeccable with your word. The other mm-hmm. one is don't take things personally. Don't make assumptions is a third. And last but not least, always do your best, which goes back to my personal mantra of approach. When you know you're holding yourself to your accountability standard of doing your best, that's all you can do. Impact light. Oh, my goodness. And it's called, name that book again for us. The Four Agreements by Don Minguel Ruiz. I hope I pronounced oh, his name. I am going to go find it, download it, buy it. on. Well, I like having a book in my hand, so I'm going to buy I the book. Too. Yeah, I like having it in my hand. 
Thank you so, so very much, Juanita. This has been phenomenal. Look, it, it, like I said earlier, I'm going to repeat it again. Any of you, you know, that are that's hearing this message, certain things connected, maybe something didn't, and you need more clarity. You need more context, definition, examples, or you're just still struggling because you haven't been able to make that connection. Please don't hesitate. Drop me a line, DM me, email me, you know, however you are comfortable connecting. And I'll make sure that I get it to Juanita. She and I together will uh, help you and give you some feedback. Thank you so much for getting all these comments. Thanks, Juanita. Great nugget. Yes. I see my village. Carlotta to Holloway is in my my village. Um, Tracy, but thank you, Teresa, Loretta, all the comments and the energy. I sincerely appreciate it. Yes, and so do I. So do I. So uh, with that, safe travels. Safe travels, thank my you. sister. And again, thank you so much for honoring us. Everyone take good care of yourselves until next time. If you found this podcast empowering and are ready to master the skill that can take you anywhere, get my free guide, Workplace Confidence, in the resources section of this episode.